0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello, and welcome to this... Fucked that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Unclassical, guys. Yeah, welcome back. I hope you know the drill by now with the pod... Sorry, I should not whack my laptop whilst talking to you. We are the podcast that look at classical literature. And take a big fat shit on it. Yeah, we are sitting on different sides today. I don't Mm. like it, this chair. This chair doesn't let me put the back up so I have to lean forward and I hate it. So, it's your metaphorical back up instead. <laughs> you mean I have to have a backbone? I'm a woman, I'm not a loud one. not a loud one in this time, you know these things. I'm Marsha and I'm Katie and today we're going to be getting back to Jane Eyre. <laughs> So where did we leave off last time? So last time, hmm, Katie is sleepy, <laughs> <I'm> so tired. <laughs> we'll try and keep the energy up. Yeah. Katie, um, not Katie, Jane what, what did I get up to last time? <laughs> you were um, in the orchard with Mr. Rochester. Oh, and gosh. Jeanette, and you were talking about the kiss they did in the TV version. Oh, God, yeah, the fucking... She, like, tries to eat his... Not even tried to eat his face, just... Doesn't close her. She's a slack jaw yokel. Yeah, like... (laughs) Just whacking her mouth into him. Yeah, like, she kind of looks, like, overly relieved that he's, like, into her. Yeah. but to be fair, it's kind of the sentiment of the book. Yeah. But, no, so now... It's the next morning. After he came to her room like every night, every two hours during that, like, are you good? Yeah, you good? Are you tranquil, my dear? Well, Like, was <laughs> why go away? And also, um, she was worried Mrs. Fairfax thought they were being like illegitimate, like not helping. <laughs> go away. Also. Go to sleep yourself. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Worry about you, babes. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, like, are you okay? As long as that Grace Pool stays up in her little attic, I'm fine. Literally. And, I mean, if you want to do something, get her out of the house. And also, saying. let's face it, Grace Pool's targeting you, not me. Well, that's true. Well, no, she came to. Wait. She knocked her. She, like, laughed creepily at <laughs> yes. her door. Things are going to come up later in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so. Jane comes downstairs and Mr. Rochester says, Jane, you look blooming and smiling and pretty, truly pretty this morning. Is this my pale little elf? Is this my mustard seed? Like, lol. Thanks. You look beautiful and absolutely nothing like your usual minging self. Also blossoming. <laughs> or did she not do her bra up properly? Blooming. Oh, blooming, yeah. Yeah, blooming, blooming. <laughs> coming <in. laughs> Coming down the stairs. Uh, oh yeah, he also starts going on about her hazel eyes and Jane's like, dear reader, they're actually green, but oh. lol <laughs> Green shall forgive him this because he's in such isn't high. is hazel spirits. a type of green, like brownie green? Or is it Jane being pedantic? Do you think? Yeah, because mm. like you definitely get hazel green, like yeah. hazel. He's like a mixture of green and yeah, brownie like, kind of like edges. So yeah, she's letting him off anyway. But yeah, she's but like, my eyes are actually green. Actually green, okay, Harry Potter? Don't you ever Don't even know. <laughs> like I have green eyes, like Ivy. Ah. So, um, yeah, Mr. Rochester, now that uh, Jane is to be his wife, wants to get her new clothes, but she's having absolutely none of it. Well, I don't need no fancy frocks, mate. No. I like it plain and simple. Literally, she's like, I won't be your Jane anymore, and she'll essentially look like a dressed-up ape. (laughs) uh, To be fair, with those green eyes, you would. (laughs) She comes out with this. I don't call you handsome, sir, though I love you most dearly. Far too dearly to flatter you. Don't flatter me. Like, lol, don't bullshit me, love. We're both fogly ochers, uh, ugly fuckers. Okay? We're both well manky. <laughs> so let's just make our peace with it and accept it. <laughs> but she did draw what she thought was like the most beautiful picture. Yeah, and it looked like him. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder or some shit. He's a fuggles. Yeah, she's like, but don't actually call me pretty or try but and also, dress me Can up. you imagine? Like, oh, I really fancy you and I love you. But I know for a fact you are well-meaning. Yeah, exactly. like to me you're hot, but I'm just saying as a general just perspective, clarify, you're shit. Let's get this clear. You know you're ugly, right? You know you're well ugly. I find you attractive. But that's just me. I'm weird. Oh Lord, do you remember last time we were discussing um, this whole gameplay Mr. Rochester had with um, Blanche Ingram mm. and getting her over? Um, he confirms it now. Well, I feigned courtship with Miss Ingram because I wished to render you as madly in love with me as I am with you, and I knew jealousy would be the best ally I could call in. Or you could talk to her like a normal fucking human being. Sorry, he has had 15 people in his house for, was it like three weeks or something? Yeah. The The amount of work Mrs. Fairfax had to do to organise the bedding? Mrs. Fairfax is at the door you prick. You absolute prick. Get out. Out. And also Jane fucking loved him. She was so she was already there mate. Like he just wanted to show. Literally so annoying. What? Don't marry him. He's going to be well annoying. <sighs> so, yeah, um basically Mr. Rochester wants to go to town to buy Jane new clothes and Jane um is like, "Oh yeah, shall we um bring <laughs> Shall we bring Adele? No, she's Welshet. <laughs> Literally what Mr. Rochester says. Why do you want to ruin the party? It's boring. I told her no. I'll have no brats. I'll have only you. No <laughs> brats, only you. I Why wanna... is he a child? <laughs> Literally. Oh, love. And uh, so, yeah, I read that. And I was like, okay, Mr. Rochester, we are the same person with children. Mm, literally. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we can get pizza together, you know, finally have some bonding. It'll be amazing. But then he comes out with this little corker. Oh, dear. I mean, shortly, this is to Jane. I mean, shortly to claim you, your thoughts, conversation and company for life. <laughs> like, That's hot. So controlling. So romantic. Soon you'll shall be mine. I wish to claim your thoughts. Do you know what it reminds I me of? Off. No. This might be a bit of a niche reference to some people out there, but you know Moulin Rouge? Yeah. When um, they're doing, like, the courtesan dance, and, um, Zellwe- No, that's Renée Zellweger. Harold, the ginger oh, yeah. guy. And um, he's like, She's mine. It reminds me of that bit. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, slight tangent. Their relationship's weird. Yeah, there's theories that they're father and daughter, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Oh, I can't boom. remember her name. But, like, the nursery lady who yeah. looks after her is her mum. Yeah. Mm, Marie? Somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But he's, like, touching her boob in that scene. She is mine. Literally. Like, like, Take like, your hand off your daughter. I, I, I he's a pimp. <laughs> and he, he's pimping her out. Yeah. They getting mm. like, changed in the same room to... Weird. Weird. Weird dynamic. Weird. Weird, yeah. And so. even if he's not, like, her biological father, they do have a very mm, father-daughter relationship. I mean, I'm not very okay with pimps, but maybe that's what you do. <laughs> Maybe that's the way of it. It's kind of similar to how it is in um, Taxi Driver. They're over weird. I've never seen Taxi Driver. Yeah, sorry. that's right. <laughs> Give it. It is a classic. I, I can't really it. remember a lot of it. I mean, I'm like that with classic films that you should watch. Most of them are really boring. Oh God, what's the worst? Is Citizen Kane. Yes, Citizen Kane. It's, I swear it's just like black and white and a man walking around and people are like, wow. And then him just walking into another room and people are like, wow. I couldn't stay awake. Like, I don't I, think got I, I first, even like got through the first I couldn't even tell you what it's actually about. It's about a man walking into rooms of people being like, (laughs) he's good. (laughs) He's great. Good at what? Like politics? I don't know. Something? (laughs) Being a white, straight man? Oh, apparently. Probably. Probably. That's probably it. So anyway, they're all out shopping. (laughs) So I keep reading ahead and making myself die. Let the audience know what's happening (laughs) and then die. (laughs) (laughs) It's just for me, this (laughs) one, guys. (laughs) The whole podcast is just going to transgress to me, just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that one was funny, guys. But it had to be that. Had to be there, that. Um, yeah. So they're all out shopping, and Jane's pondering um, sort of like being dressed up, and uh, she thinks, "I can never bear sitting like a second Dane with a golden shower falling around me." I was like, "No one's, no one's <laughs> trying to make you do that, love." A golden shower, I think, has is a is it? changed meaning a little bit now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, whatever you want, Jane. You know, she's has like, got some weird views. I don't know what went on in that um, school. Oh, that's true. She keeps me like, and I wasn't even molested today. Should, should we go molest Mrs. Fairfax? <laughs> that was a bit of a fun night. Should we go do some raping? No. no. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I think it's hard. I think, whilst we're on, like, you know, the uh, the theme of weird shit, should we do a, a bit of raping, mate? Yeah, all right. You know what? You know, well, the night is already started out yeah. weird. Might as well finish I was with like, it. like, Wait, wait, wait. No, so don't go rape her. What's wrong with you, or Jay? Or should just let her sleep on unmolested? All right. Then. All, All right. Twist my arm. Tonight, my sister, fairfax is <laughs> looking to the people. I'll get you. I'll get you, mate. Don't you Sorry. worry. Fucking hell, we're inviting this freak. Yeah, because so I can't remember if we commented on this last time. When she met, read the message and she was like, she's probably frigid. Not for long. Yeah. I bet she's well frigid. But I know her, <laughs> Yeah, enter Jane. <laughs> Raping okay. people doesn't make them less frigid. And there's nothing wrong with being frigid. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Jane now gets back. And uh, this is where her dynamic with Mr. Rochester gets even weirder. So, Mrs. Fairfax basically thinks it's a really dodgy match. and Because uh, he's so much older than her. It is creepy. It is creepy. And that he's basically you know just following his penis. Which, you know, we're not disputing. Yeah, but he is a white man. Yeah, and she is an 18-year-old girl. Yeah um and uh, so she basically tells jane to keep her distance and jane's like that's an excellent idea um and she takes this challenge on with absolute gusto so, so she just fucks off <laughs> see you later, mate. Um, Bye. so this is mr rochester talking to her will it please you to dine with me today oh no this is the bit where i have to differ whenever i edit it back and i listen to me doing different voices i'm not actually doing different voices you sound like you were uh, last okay. time we're... i think last time i was on it better so we should try Will it please you to dine with me today? He asked. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> That's <mother's> not bubble. <laughs> and I'm hot. And what for? No, thank you. If one may inquire. I have never dined with you, sir. And I see no reason why I should until. Till what? You delight in half phrases. One. He literally interrupted her. There is a hyphen. So you delight um, in half phrases. Let a girl finish a fucking sentence. You delight in being a prick. Yeah, exactly. You delight in interrupting. Till I can't help it. Romantic. Huh. <laughs> so I won't you... eat with you until I literally have no other fucking choice. Like, are you sure you love him, babe? <laughs> like, I'm... This is not... It's weird, because this is meant to like one of those great romantic novels, yeah. isn't it? And you read it, you're like... She doesn't... Is it? And then she's basically like, um, she'll see him only when she's summoned in the evenings, but at no other times, and then she runs away to her room. It's just courtship like, no. back in the day was sexy, so sexy, but Steamy. so like mistrustful. Anyway, so she goes to him later that evening when she's summoned, but she doesn't actually want to have like a proper conversation with him. So she manipulates him into hit manipulates him mm. into him. Well, this is a complicated sentence. Into him singing her a song boom we got there we got there well, that's nice well he sings her this like romantic song does and... he put the um the old hair uh, the old gypsy outfit back on <laughs> she's like put it on for me baby I'll i it. love it that's the moment i <laughs> knew you were the one for me get the gypsy girl i can't out. imagine mr rochester singing oh, apparently he's very good oh i didn't mention this because it wasn't that interesting but um when he first meets her he's like um oh and do you play piano and she's like a little and he's like oh all school girls are taught to play a little mm. why don't you show me what little you can play and um so she shows him and he's like oh i see a little was correct You're shit <laughs> <laughs> essentially Sad. and she's like lol uh, but he's apparently like quite gordon has a masculine manly voice Lord, stumer- <laughs> <and old> man. <laughs> that's what i imagine him booming with. <laughs> that's how he sings he's like, so Isn't that, that bit in love actually uh, it's the end of october so obviously it's christmas mm-hmm. um when they're like oh, doing the, the carol singing, guard. yeah, he's there like. What king one such <laughs> so, a Hugh called? Grant, who's the prime minister, yeah. um, is going round trying to find the girl he fancies, and the, these two little kids are like, "Are you singing carols?" When they knock at the wrong door, and he's like, um sure okay because uh, they ask him to yeah. and so he starts singing good king wences that's looked out and then he like nods at his security guard like "Right, join in and he's like on the fist of Stephen and he's like Christ <laughs> we've got a tenor here a tenor? is that right? that's like the highest level of male voice like the go compare baritone? I think he's a baritone we've got a baritone here I s- this is just assumption because I think the go compare guy is a tenor <laughs> Because Ah. I think in one of the adverts they make a joke about we've got a tenor Ah, here and and his voice is higher. Mm, I see. Um, So anyway, uh, so it's like a romantic song about you know living together and like you know dying together, and it's making her all like giddy, and she's like, oh no, I can't get like caught away with my feelings and be all wet. She is sopping wet. She basically yeah literally, and so she basically starts slagging off the song, saying that they won't be dying together and she'll die in her own sweet time. Thank you very much. (laughs) <laughs> because she doesn't want to be in love with her husband, to be. Like, and he's just, literally... I noticed last time I was editing, I say literally a lot. Sorry, but literally. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rochester, like, can kind of concludes. Because he's sort of thinking, well, we're engaged now, so... And why are you being frigid? Why why are you frigid babe? <laughs> like, like you're the one that wanted to go get up on a Fairfax's bum. Yeah, like it's God, God I can't sing my fiance a romantic song. He's like, You're fucking weird. She's a right, so he's like, Why are you being so weird? And Jane assures him that she is naturally very flinty and What would flinty mean? Hard? Like flint? He's hard. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm flinty or I am too bad. nip. I'm a hard bitch. I'm a, a hard wedding. bitch in my corset. I mm-hmm. need And that will often be the case, and that she's basically, yeah, going to be a hard bitch running up to their wedding, so he has plenty of time to call the whole thing off. Like, this is really romantic. So it's romantic. bringing a tear to my eye. And I just think, so he's, like, done the whole kind of, like, jealousy testing thing with Blanche Ingram, and I was like, well, how do you fucking like it? <laughs> like, True. But, no, sorry, but you do actually, bottom line, like, love each other. So and also now everything's out in the open so yeah so like can you not just like be normal the, i'm sorry this marriage isn't gonna work because they don't know how to communicate <laughs> they can't oh my god at no point can they fucking communicate like, like if she was just sort of like look there's obviously a bit of an age gap it's a bit of a strange situation i don't want to rush I've things i some insecurities not, got some insecurities i don't want to rush anything before the wedding mm-hmm. because like i don't want to get like you know be disgraced as a woman because yeah. that's a big thing in these times yeah your mouth words. This literally, it's like I don't even fucking like it. I, like <laughs> I want to fuck Mrs Fairfax. This is fair so weird. And like, oh yeah, and she again congratulates herself that this is indeed the best course of action, and that she'll not slip into a bathos of sentiment. And basically, heaven, the, forbid, heaven you forbid, you like your partner. And uh, yeah, she's gonna keep them apart from him. Uh, So this goes on and Mr. Rochester, because he's basically been calling her like love and darling and everything. He's like, well, I'm not going to call you those things anymore. So he calls her things like malicious elf and provoking puppet. And um, instead of kisses and cuddles, he pinches her and tweaks her ears. She's not a naughty schoolgirl. Also, I was thinking. So if her plan was to like you know keep him at bay and see like if he was really into her, well your plans worked and you've seen he's a dickhead. So run yeah. away. I'll like... we'll just be like fuck you, mate, I'm going. Yeah, because you've seen it. But of course she's just like oh it's working. We're like we don't even like each other anymore. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. My brow is furrowed. Okay, she's just like if I could put a noise to her facial expression. What? <laughs> So, oh, she doesn't... I don't get it. The wedding day approaches and it's the next day. And Jane thinks there was no putting off the day day that advanced. Like, that's what you want to think the day before your wedding. Fuck, there's no getting out of it now. Yeah. Shit. Jane... So she's um, sitting and thinking about who she's become. Jane Rochester, a person whom as yet I knew not, which... um. I actually fully agree with, and I still think it's really weird that today you take your husband's name. Oh fuck that! I never. just think it's really weird and outdated. It's so outdated. Like, like, and I know there's the whole thing of like, oh, but if you were to double barrel and then double barrel for like years and years to come, like it'd be awkward. But I just we're beyond that. Beyond like, it, like, like, give a shit. Yeah. You know what the answer is? Well, don't have kids. Don't have kids yeah or i don't know but just i just chill like it's fine i just think so much of marriage like i understand why people do want to get married and you do legally have certain perks with it which yeah. maybe you shouldn't well you do get similar perks You being in england anyway being together a long time you can still claim certain things if you're like, yeah. paying bills and stuff um but i just think so much of it is still just like rooted in like selling women to men yeah it's weird like i mean no offense if you're married out there and your dad walked you down the aisle but no but no is, offense like, dad but if I get married, you won't walk me down that aisle. I don't think he'd want to. No. I right. asked Dad once, I was like, what would you how would you feel if like my boyfriend at the time asked you permission yeah. to marry me? And he was like, I think I'd tell him that he was asking the wrong person. I was like, thank you. Because yeah. I didn't know that was a tradition. I found out and I was like, that's fucking weird, I'm yeah. asking the wrong fucking person. I found that out when I was like 16. Yeah, and you're like, Yeah. Um, like, no. no. And um Ross was really weird because he used to like that tradition. No, and I was great. like, my dad I was like I think it's gross and weird and presumptive so no I, I don't want you to do it and he was like oh yeah I just really respect your dad I was like my dad will not respect you for asking that he'll, he'll find think it you're weird fucking weird yeah and then like a, some me and Ross to together quite a while a few years passed and I asked him about it he was like yeah I don't know why I thought that <laughs> he was like yeah. I was young and full of like weird ideals he was like, like it's really it's fucking nice weird. to like have the uh, the parents like blessing yeah but it's more important to have the person you're marrying. Yeah, literally. Like, well, pe- well, your dad said it's fine, so come on then. Yeah, exactly. Get involved. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Your dad says fine. Come on. Oh you're yeah, getting God. involved. And sorry, but the awkwardness. Like, imagine if like your dad knew for some reason that you weren't happy in the relationship and everything, oh and God. then like the boyfriend shows up, like I'm going to ask her to marry me, and it's not your parents' place to break up with your partner for you. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's okay, me And they're like, well, I don't agree because I don't. Like, you... It's <laughs> so awkward. So, a lot of pressure. Also, no offence, Dad, but you are a bit... You, you, you say things very bluntly, can you imagine? <laughs> imagine if like, we were in that situation it was like, uh, I think she's going to say no, mate. She thinks you shit. Yeah, like, no, mate. Oh, It would also be the kind of things so they say... Your partner went and asked dad. Sorry guys, I don't actually know. If this is interesting, but um, <laughs> so your partner went and asked dad, and um, then he was like, "Okay, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to wait until we go away." And so a bit of time had elapsed. Dad would blatantly call up like, "You good shit Then oh, <laughs> of- yeah. <laughs> well, you can't ask the dad. At least if you're going to ask them, ask the mum who will keep it secret. Yeah. Dads don't know how to get, don't know anything about tact. Literally. Anyway, I'll call you up ten minutes later. Where the fuck? He's like, was "I'm still in the house." <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. What the fuck are you doing? Well, I said he wants to marry you. Did he? <laughs> like, okay. Well, you ruined this. Like, you bastard. So, sorry, a little tangent on why we don't really agree with marriage um, as just, it stands. Yeah. So, uh, Jane uh, of late has seemed in a better mood. Um, oh, yeah. Lol. So, this is the day before. Um, Mr. Rochester's gone out doing something. And it's a little bit stormy. So, Jane's getting worried. Yeah. And um, so, she's waiting we'll give out. Give a shit. Yeah, she's... oh no she's worried because she doesn't marry him yet so she won't inherit his fortune oh there we go like god he's got to get back so she's like running in and out and waiting outside and and then he comes back and he gives her a hearty kissing and she's all like oh mr register and he's like oh you're in good spirits and also a hearty kissing (laughs) 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 just chew on her face well that's what she likes yeah oh literally um and um then they're talking forever, like, making mountains out of molehills, because she's basically really concerned because it's really windy, and she thinks this is, like, foreshadowing their future. And Mate, we live in England. Like, oh, this is one thing I did think. Is she, like, the weather's really picking up, this can't be good, and she's one of the forefront thinkers on global warming? <laughs> and I was like, in which case, Jane, we are all very concerned. We are very concerned. <laughs> yes. Yeah, You are ahead. Jane was ahead of her time. She was, yeah. You yeah, know, she was a maverick. Yeah, she was out there. But anyway, she's going on for ages and ages and ages about this fucking wind. And then literally, like, at least two pages. And then uh- we find out that uh, the night before, she's had a visit from the scary ghost slash grace pool slash screaming night lady. Great. And she hasn't led with this. She hasn't even let us, the reader, in on this. Not And... Not Mr. Rochester either. She's been chatting for pages. About the rain. Yeah. And then she's Shame. like, oh, by the way, um, you know you got me like that um lavish like wedding veil thing. Um, Yeah. So um, some mentalist came into my room last night. She was some henchbird with like a purple face and red eyes. She tried on my Hot. wedding veil and then ripped it in two. Then bent over me, blew out the candle and left. That <laughs> Grace Paul's a stinker, right? She sounds her <laughs> It's just like, did you not maybe want to lead with that? Yeah, so, so you had what what now what are you okay so yeah she didn't think that was uh, appropriate to bring up first so Mr (laughs) Rochester uh, responds the only way um, a clueless man can he puts on the most glorious display of gaslighting Right. And he's like, look, I don't dispute that Grace Poole was in your room. She's a one, am I right? Yeah. But you probably dreamt the scarier bits, like a purple face, red eyes. I, th- I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Um, and then he's kind of like, y- you're not buying it. And she's like, not really. I know what I saw. And he's like, mm. OK, OK, I've I got a deal for you. i got a deal. When we've been married a year and a day, I will tell you the full truth, but not now. Are you satisfied, Jenny? No. And she's like, you're all right. No. Like, so you've just admitted there is this massive secret and also a year and a day. So it can't be like, it's not, oh, it's because it would be their anniversary they Don't want to ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin the anniversary. Yeah. At least he's planning to give her a nice anniversary. I've only I mean, just thought about that. Like, why the day? That's why. That's why. Um so has got a plan. So Jerry's like, yeah, cool. Like, that makes sense. Um, I hope she doesn't kill me before then. i just be like, <laughs> Well, no, because what if it changes my opinion on marrying you? Literally. Divorce isn't an option. I'll have to kill you. So, yeah, could you tell me? And then he tells uh, Jane that she has to sleep with Adele. So he clearly knows she's in some kind of danger. But he's like, just sweep it onto the rug. So also, I not want to sleep with Adele. You've been talking about this whole book. She's a twat. Yeah, exactly. You don't like her. Why do I have to sleep with her? Yeah, you sleep with her twat face. <laughs> We've established age gaps don't disturb him. Don't sleep with Adele. I don't, I don't trust see. him. It's like he doesn't like her so alright oh that's true he's like is it because I'm a child no because I don't even fucking like you mate I don't even fucking like you white twat if you were at least hot or you know spoke a little there and so, maybe we'd get it on I'm just thinking I'm going to have to put a trigger warning of paedophilia on this well it is a little he anyway like isn't he like 40 and she's I can't 18? remember what it is he, she's 80 but it's a big age gap I think he's late 30s maybe 40 I can't remember is um, that- it's almost like I didn't read the- <laughs> I did read they that's not cool. I mean, I know it's technically, legally okay, but come the fuck along. No. I'm 21 olds. and i think 18 year olds are children. They are children. They are babies. <coughs> okay, it's the wedding day. Da-da-da. So, um, <laughs> this is Mr. Rochester the morning of the wedding, and I'm just saying, if this was my fiance, he'd be getting a fucking slap. Well, I so... think he got a slap a long time ago. <laughs> well, he would be my fiance. Nah, that's not um, true. So he shouts up the stairs at Jane. Jane, called a voice, and I hastened down. Lingerer, he said. Fuck off. My brain is on fire with impatience, and you tarry so long. Fuck off. He would but give me ten minutes to eat some breakfast. Fuck off. <laughs> Mrs. Fairfax stood in the hall as we passed. I would fine have spoken to her, but my hand was held by a grasp of iron. Fuck off. I was hurried along by a stride I could hardly follow, and to look at Mr. Rochester's face was to feel that not a second of delay would be tolerated for any purpose. Fuck off. Is she even dressed? <laughs> like, on your wedding day. Run, 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 run. Don't keep me waiting. And also, ten minutes of breakfast, like, mate, I want a good breakfast. Yeah. This is my. I'm only getting one of these days. And I want some fucking pancakes. Yeah. Li- yes. Sorry. I just say literally. If you don't like it, we'll still keep listening. i like to see how many listeners we have. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> just think of the the literary, Literally song from um, Horrible Histories. I remember it. It's the Viking oh, one. Literally. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up and... You're welcome. We'll put a link on our Instagram. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Or, Horrible yeah. Histories. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's yeah, great. Yeah, got it. So they're whisked off to the church. Um, weddings, I guess, weren't like as bigger affair there because it seems like it's literally them and then just like a few randoms in the church. Like they don't know. Who Can just, you like, imagine? A... Like, yeah. I'm getting married next week, but I need some witnesses. I don't have any friends. <sighs> I think they just literally walk in and they're like. <sighs> To be fair, back then, I don't know if they needed witnesses legally, but if Mm. they do, I think they are just around in the church, like, do you mind just signing this minute? Yeah, all right. I ain't got nothing else on this morning. So it's all going along chill until... Dun, dun, dun. The wedding is interrupted by a man. Penis. Mr. Rochester has a wife now living. (gasps) (gasps) Jane is shooketh. But not at risk of swooning. But to be fair, the only woman in all of English literature that didn't succumb to swooning. <laughs> so Mr. Rochester's reaction is to not recognise her as a human being and pull her to his side. So just basically grabs her. Like, this was my. Uh, mine. I, I think like he just said teams. another is yours. Yeah, <laughs> like, mine, mine, <laughs> mine, mine, mine. I picked this one. Like I think he said another one is yours. Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> I see, I'm holding onto this woman, so clearly this one's mine. Yeah. So naturally, there's a bit of back and forth between Mr. Rochester and this man, who is uh, the brother of the uh, bride. She says oh. or, of his um, wife, uh, who is Mr. Mason, who got bitten. Oh, do you remember yeah. and stabbed last time? So um, he, Mr. Mason tells the clergyman that the wife is living at Thornfield Hall, where oh. they live, to, dun, which, dun, dun. to which the clergyman obviously has this response, at Thornfield Hall, ejaculated the clergyman. Sexy. Not the time, father. And It's just like, Jane's like, I wish I had the veil. Well, yeah, Why Jesus. Come up? God. I realised, was that a hot situation? <laughs> so um, <laughs> Mr. Rochester is found out and becomes like a Scooby-Doo villain. I saw a grim smile contort Mr. Rochester's lips and he muttered, No, by God, I took care that none should hear of it or of her under that name. Literally like, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky kids, Mason. Literally. (laughs) Damn it, Mason, is he going to pull his mask off next? (laughs) Um, After this outburst, he mused for ten minutes. What the fuck it So you can take ten minutes to chill after that bit of news, but she isn't allowed ten minutes to eat her fucking breakfast. Yes, literally. What were they all doing so- for ten minutes? Because do you know what James was doing? She was having like, a fucking breakfast. <laughs> yeah, she ended up pulling a pancake out of a bra. <laughs> like, Look, I've realised things are going a bit tits up. Why would I? <laughs> They have a little nibble but literally it doesn't say anyone was talking it's just all awkwardly standing there like just watching him while he's like mm-hmm. give him a minute he's like real fuck this up gotta think of a plan a plan a, a plan. plan a plan it's like that bit in Friends when Ross Skeller like fucks up and he's trying to think of words he's like this is the longest that anyone <laughs> has ever gone without <laughs> talking just say, say something something anything um, so Mr. Rochester then decides to tell um, the story of his secret wife ten whole minutes later <laughs> she like, like guys guys thought about it are you still here yeah, like i have gonna come clean uh, brilliant alright like, okay. they're all like having the, um, the dinner already they yeah. cut the cake like okay alright okay brilliant he's, uh, he's broken up uh, continue um He says he was tricked into marrying Bertha, which is his wife. He says he never saw her alone, uh, but thought he was fit, so he married her. And after looking at Pride and Prejudice, it was quite common practice back then not to see your wife alone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he marries her and then finds out she's got, like, these severe mental health problems. Um, Although I don't think he goes that into it at this point. He goes into it more later. Yeah. Um, And I just said, so they say we live in a superficial age now, but the idea of Tinder is to meet them and then get to know them. Yeah. Like, you took being superficial to a whole new level. Literally. So um, anyway, not wanting to ruin the party, he invites everyone to follow him up to the attic at Thornfield to see his wife. Lovely. What a jolly wedding this is turning out to Jane's be. Jane's having a great. Did did Jane get her pancakes? She That's all I. Oh wait, <laughs> You'll come to this in a minute. If so, Jane's still... I'd be fucking fuming. Like well, I'd need my breakfast. Don't you're gonna die. Um. So okay, this scene is horrible. You won't die at this bit so like, uh, we don't know. we go you don't know you don't know if I'm funny I, don't know. I could die, I could die any <laughs> so <laughs> they go up into the room and uh, see that Grace Poole is in fact his wife's carer mm. and the person that's been setting fire to people stabbing and biting people she's a shit carer can we just point out stop letting her go so the reason this keeps happening is because Grace Poole loves Gin but at the end of the day she's like it's a fucking tough job and Gin gets me through it and everyone's like well no one else is volunteering to be fair <laughs> so they just let her carry on and every time she's slipped out is because Grace Poole's just been pissed and passed out. Grace, so, um, Grace, so Mr. Rochester rocks up. Good morning, Mrs. Poole. How are you? And how is your charge today? Like he's absolutely buzzing. Like <laughs> are you, are you do you need to come in? Yeah, like do you know what's going on? um His wife is described like this is terrible. Like just bear in mind she's a mentally ill person. Yeah, um, she's described as a clothed hyena like wow just think of the foreign like conditions she's been kept in so uh, this is a quote Locked in of like a tower room yeah not like um Rapunzel at all. Yeah. Um, The maniac bellowed. She parted her shaggy locks from her visage and gazed wildly at her visitors. I recognise well that purple face, those bloated features. So Jane was bang on like fucking Mr. Rochester before being like, I'm sure you imagined it. You know what your fucking wife looks like, mate. Yeah, I know. I think you know what I saw. Yeah. They discuss whether she might sneakily have a knife on her and Grace Poole's always like, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Gin um, her brother thinks that they should just leave her and uh, Oh charming <laughs> Yeah You know what she's shit She tries to bite literally, me. literally like, like I know he doesn't like agree with Mr. Rochester marrying someone else but he's kind of like Well do you want to look after her Norm She's no. your responsibility now But uh, I do have one question So what's Mr Rochester said like in a year and a day I will tell you what um what's going on. So he's not planning to throw Bertha out, he's planning no. to keep her so, would anything have fucking changed if he married Jane? Like, Mr. Mason, fuck off. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Uh, well, not really the thing. But yeah, that is his kind of thinking, but there are problems yeah. with it. So, So, um, they yeah discuss whether she might have a knife, and uh, Mr. Mason thinks they should leave. Mr. Rochester's like, go to the devil, was his brother in law's recommendation. And I thought, what a polite recommendation. Yeah. Go to the devil. Oh <laughs> to the devil if you so of course. Then Bertha, I think somewhat understandably, seeing that she's imprisoned, tries to strangle Mr Rochester and to bite him, but he would not strike, he would only wrestle. And eventually oh charming. I know, like and just, just wrestle her. That's literally it. And eventually he binds her to a chair and I'm like how Lovely. sweet He'll imprison her strip her of all her rights and dignity but he won't punch her roughly wrestle and restrain her yes but not punch not punch I mean maybe at this point we kind of just knock her out like <laughs> yeah, it's so like humiliating and wrestling yeah, into a chair like, literally, like and oh. also ha- like how much because obviously like from this you can see she's insane like that and mm. he was like I was never allowed alone with her I so, was like how much more insane have you made her yeah yeah exactly like, yeah because her family helped. was always with her I think kind of, like keeping her calm and everything yeah so now he's like "Oh, then would do with her, lock her up, and yeah, this is like yeah. the result. Like, yeah, she's literally pacing the room. So, um, after it's witnessing like cabin fever. this dis- this disturbing scene, Mr. Rochester's first comment is essentially um, I'll say what it actually says. Um, so, such is the sole conjugal embrace I am ever to know. So, basically, like, this is all the sex I'm ever going to get wow that is what conjugal embrace means lovely so like boo fucking who this is all the freedom she's ever going this is her fucking life in this room and you're like but you're not having any sex so boo Boo fucking fucking who and also prostitutes are a thing i don't know if we'll get to it in this episode but oh so um uh this next bit he's basically like look at jane this is what i wish to have I wanted her just as a change. (laughs) Thanks, mate. We're standing right here. After that face ragu, whatever that fucking means, compare these clear eyes with uh, the red balls yonder. This face with that mask, this form with that bulk. And he tells the priest to judge him if he may, but basically the priest will be judged by the same judgment. So in summary... yeah, like I don't want to fucking the ugly one, he's crazy. What a hot young girl it's not even that. just fancied to change. Just fancy a change. <laughs> I just fancied someone who I wouldn't have to tie down to have sex yeah. with you don't begrudge a man a change, do you? Yeah. You do the same, father. It does look a change. And so um then Mr Rochester like just dis- dismisses them all so he can put his wife to bed or shut up his prize, as he puts it. Like, wow. again, he's like, this is my prize in fucking world. Well. That could be my possession and prize instead. But no, he's nothing with lo- like this shit one. He, oh, words cannot. Summon Mr. Rochester, get in the bin. So Jane Bertha, kind of... <laughs> kill him. Yeah, literally, she take him out. So Jane sort of, like, stumbles out the room and Mason is... So Mr. Mason is there with his solicitor as well. Yeah. And Mason's solicitor um, is like, wow, well, lucky we got here in time. You must be so pleased. And Jane's obviously Why? like... Yeah, I'm fucking ecstatic, mate. I don't think she even replies, but read you, the fucking room. <laughs> what? Why? I mean, admittedly, you've probably dodged a bullet there, mate, because let's face it, he was shit. Mm. But why would you think? Yeah, I'm pleased? pleased, like. You've ruined no my much... wedding day for someone that, for God knows why, but I was in love with. Yeah yeah fucking buzzing babes absolutely delighted um, to know that he's been lying to me it's really good he also says that Mr. Fair, she Mason, does love a bad boy yeah she does <laughs> so, not, eh? yeah. so um you know we've had like been told before that Jane's got like other family and this like other yeah. and stuff so it turns out Mr. Mason actually knew Jane's uncle, who was on his deathbed. And um so Mason was like, um, oh yeah, this Jane Airbird like, you know, was like helping me out. And uh, yeah, this Mr. Rochester person who's married to my sister. Yeah. Um, blah 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 blah. And the uncle's like, Stop the wedding, don't let Jane marry her him. Duh, 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 duh. So um that's why it's all come to a stop. And this this is Jane's nice uncle who wanted to adopt her, but her evil aunt was like, Nah, she died, mate. And now he's on his deathbed Sash death I think they're like I think he's dying like don't bother going out to him like you, you ain't going to make it essentially. Mm. And Jane's just been like what problem at fucking time? Also like why does he why is he getting involved? Literally! He, so I, you I mean, don't know like, Jane you don't know Mr. Rochester I like, admit it's a bit of a shit situation but Why is a man telling her what she can and can't do again? Like, you don't know me. And also, no one said it directly to Jane, like, just so you're aware, this is the sitch. Yeah. I mean, she probably would have, like, called it off anyway, but just, like, humiliated her in front of everyone. Yeah. Like, oh, brilliant. Why didn't they, like, I don't know, send a letter to her or something? So, so um, well, we'll set out and stop the wedding tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow, tomorrow. So, the solicitor and Mason then make a swift exit without taking leave of Mr. Rochester, like yeah, that's the bit he's gonna take offence yeah. to, like, and they didn't even say goodbye. How rude! <laughs> like, um, I, I think... didn't take a slice of cake. <laughs> oh, gosh, all this good, good ways. Um. So now Jane is. Uh, we hear how she's like processing all of this. Yeah, and she feels like she's just kind of like being dragged along all morning. He literally like, dragged her out the house to get married. She got dragged. I mean, she back has been rather room. dragged. Yeah, she has. Um. But you know, she's had a chance, you know, to think, and she concludes the morning had been a quiet morning enough. All except the brief scene with the lunatic, the transaction huh? in the church had not been noisy. <laughs> well, at least your ears don't hurt at the end of the day. I guess it wasn't noisy, apart from the bit with the lunatic. Um, like, oh, I'm so glad, Jane. <laughs> like, to be fair, she does always find the best things. Like, well, at least I wasn't raped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally silver lining. She silver does lining. know how to look on the bright side. And also, so yeah, the brothers actually fucked off with the solicitor, Mr. Um, Rochester's like wrestling birth, whatever. Jane's gone back to her room. Is anyone bothered that there's literally someone imprisoned in the house? No. And also, what the fuck is Mr. Rochester doing to her up there? Oh, probably, like, giving her a beating. Yeah. Oh, no. It did say he wouldn't beat her. But in his weird logic. <laughs> probably, like, it's meant to be my wedding night. Come on. So, yeah, no one is in the slightest bit bothered. Like Literally, literally that a woman is being held captive. Well, she's described, like, hyena, lunatic. Like, she's not a person, is she? No. Like fucking lovely so that's like what it was like wasn't it like you had asylums and stuff yeah just literally locked away like out of sight out of mind um, isn't there like a part though which is sort of like obviously Mr. Rochester belongs in a bin but it's like kind of in his favour is that like he didn't want to send her to an asylum because she'd be worse treated there or something or do they just add that into the film to make him look I nicer just, I don't remember that in the book Yeah. and also I don't know if that would be th- i mean he has got enough money he could have yeah. bought her her own house and had like True. another staff there she doesn't need to be locked in the fucking attic with an alcoholic yeah <laughs> like i no. just remember like in the film like there was a yeah. line that he was like oh i don't want to send her to an asylum because they'll they won't treat her well there and it's like well you're not doing a great job here <laughs> yeah, mate i don't well even if he does say that i, I think that falls yeah. uh, pretty flat yeah um so jane is like Pretty fucked now, um, and in her dis- no, she's not. She wishes she oh, was. Oh yeah, <laughs> still very virginal. But in her despair, she her mind turns to God. Why? Do you not fart, well, Jane? Do, do you, you not fart? Do you not fart, God. <laughs> <laughs> I have farted many times today. <laughs> I could do with a laugh. <laughs> Just crack one off. <laughs> like, I wish to hear God fart. <laughs> do you not far from me? For travel is near. There is none to help. The waters came into my soul. I sank. In deep mire, I felt no standing. I came into deep waters. The floods overflowed me. These are literal Bible extracts that she's musing over. And I was just like, what a lovely example of how comforting religion can be. Like, I'm drowning. That's funny. But also, what <laughs> point are you like, I'm having a shit time? The Bible. The Bible. So yeah, she's basically having a full-blown breakdown. And uh, this is the bit you're going to die out. Jane then realizes that she hadn't really eaten any breakfast and furthermore realizes that no one has come to see how she was or to invite her down for some fucking food. Oh my no. <laughs> She's been in that... the room for ages. And then... She could have passed out. Yeah, literally. So yeah, she stumbles. Has out... Mr. Rochester had food? Probably. I'm gonna slap him. <laughs> so Oh my god, imagine how pissed you'd be if you came down and he was eating dinner he'd be like. I'm going to fucking I'm kill you. I'm hungry. I'm going to let Bertha out. Yeah, she's coming out. We're taking you down. Yeah, come on, Bertha. Let's get him. So she stumbles out, and Mr. Rochester's waiting outside her room. like Just chilling. Like put some food onto the door. Um, do you, why are you just standing there in the shadow? Yeah, hello. And she like, stumbles hi. and pretty much faints into his arms. Damn it, Jane. You did so good not <laughs> swooning. And then, um, well, she's starving. She's like, you wouldn't let me eat. she great. And she's been having, like, you know, crying and breakdown for ages. And so they have a weird chat. Mr. Rochester... Yeah, this is the weird chat. Yeah. So Mr. Rochester says that if he were a man who had a lamb... (laughs) If I were a man who had a lamb, I'd have a ham and then I'd have (laughs) a ram. Who had a lamb, who he loved as a daughter, and then he accidentally killed the lamb, that man would not be as upset as Mr. Rochester is now. So is James the lamb your daughter <laughs> or you just were you just watching tv or reading a book and you're like oh to be fair jerry loved that lamb and he's upset but i'm sadder than jerry I'm in my story well sadder than jerry it's like that's a very um precise analogy so you've been working on that for a while haven't you why a lamb why not a dog um, he who he saw as a daughter like why this i meant to have been your wife couldn't there be like a romantic dynamic no, no. Nope, It's because he's older than her. Yeah, I was like, so you see her as a daughter? Mm. Like, that does not turn me on. Yeah, that's suspicious. So they continue to chat, but they have a break so they can have some snacks and wine. Thank God, <laughs> Because very civilised, very important. Are they? Very important. <laughs> and then Mr. Rochester comes out with this. Your, I, I thought it was sweet at first. And I thought, maybe, you know, there's hope. Mm. Your mind is my treasure. And if it were broken, it would be my treasure still. If you raved, my arms would confine you. And not a straight coat. So, ah, swing and a miss. Yeah. I will still restrain you and confine you if, like, you had mental health issues like my first wife. But, you know, I'd still like you. But, but that's I- the thing, not, not a straight jacket, it would be me. So I think in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm nicer than sending you to an asylum where you'd get proper care. Yeah, because I'm the one restraining you. Yeah, and you'd like- much rather be restrained by someone you loved than a doctor. I'd rather not be restrained and have some care. Yeah. (laughs) um, And then they start talking about, um, oh yeah, I was just like, we've clearly established that this way of thinking is not right. You did it to your first wife, and it didn't seem to go well because she keeps trying to kill everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like learn from your mistakes. Um, so yeah, they start talking about running away, and Jane asks if um, Mr. Rochester would take Adele with him yeah. if they were to flee as a companion, and he's like, as if she's so shit. Yeah, and he's like, obviously not. Why would I want a child companion? And she's not even my own child. Yeah, a French dancer's bastard. Why do you assign Adele to me for a companion? And I was because like, because your home, because she's your ward. No, you assign. Adele to you yeah. as a companion when you adopted her, mate. Literally, like because you're <laughs> responsible for her? Yeah. Which you you voluntarily Yeah. Did. That, no, it's not me. You've done you done that. And I was like You've got to take responsibility for your actions, Mr. Rochester. He really fucking hates her. So <laughs> <laughs> he keeps trying How to drop her at every, opportunity. every opportunity. Uh, Adele's just in the corner, like, I wonder what it's like to be loved. Yeah. literally. <laughs> what is love? There so that is Adele's life. <laughs> Why is she all of a is twist? Oh my ground. god. Well, she's not quite as downtrodden as them. She does have a nice house. Yeah, that's true. And her own nice Um So they continue to chat, and um, he's like, Jane, will you hear reason? Because if you won't, I'll try violence. Heart. Wow. So now, okay, so you're going to beat me then. Brilliant. So that's, um, that's yeah. really convinced me. And so she basically thinks she has to give him a second to cool off, because if she had yeah. reacted, it would have sealed her doom. Right. Really right. romantic. You know, what is wrong? Is this Emily Bronte who wrote this? Or Charlotte? Charlotte. Char- Charlotte, mate, what happened? You're like, Are you okay? <laughs> this isn't romantic. Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Charlotte? <laughs> so, um, so she starts to cry uh, and to kind of like soften him. Like, oh my God, that's so sad. Yeah, and um, she feels bad that he's hurting. No. As she should give a fuck. Yeah, it's like, no, he just threatened to hit you <laughs> yeah. by not doing what he wants. Put that man in the sea. Mm, but she says she can see only but one solution kill him and uh, he tells her to spit it out she, yeah i know right um, bertha had the right idea from day one and um she thinks if he gets angry again she can just start crying again so team bertha <laughs> all the way so it's just like well if he gets angry i'll cry that's how we um you know resolve that's conflict. how relationships work um so she says she has to leave thornfield and him forever and he's not a fan and um, basically says that she could be his mistress and they could run away and live in the south of France. Jane says she's not about to be anyone's mistress. No way. And um, he basically says, do as I say or I'll attack you with uh, these words. I am not a gentle-tempered man. You forget that. Put your finger on my pulse. Feel how it throbs and beware. So um... let me kidnap you to France. Yeah, and if you say no... I'll force you. Yeah, I'll fucking throttle you, babe. So... Uh, I can see why she fell for him. He's a real catch. Yeah, absolutely. So Jane then calls out to God, standard. Mm. And um, then Mr. Rochester is basically like, oh, I didn't tell you the full version of what went on with my wife. Oh, how... You meant to, like, understand. God, what was I thinking? <laughs> They're just bringing God into this now. Yeah, like, literally. Well, listen, what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> and So like, okay. So it's like, let me tell you, like... I, I mean, he doesn't even really add that many more things. He adds a little more in which I'll tell you. She so yeah. tells her the long version. So he's like, yeah, I met her and um, she seemed fine with her family and everything. Then she had the audacity to have mental health problems. What a whore. So, um, you know, realised, you know, she was not the person I thought she was. And um, he tried to like make it work and everything and uh, and look after her and everything. And he realised that um, it wasn't working. So hope, in inverted commas, yeah. came to him and told him that essentially he'd done enough to lock her up, and live his life. But you do you. No, no. Yep. But like also, if she was apparently okay with her family, why didn't he arrange something like he's fucking rich? But like, okay, obviously this woman's very, very mentally ill, but she's better with you guys around. So maybe he you could have bought them a lodge or something. Bought them a lodge and be like, you know, for her welfare, I think it makes sense that we make something work that you yeah. guys are involved in her life. Yeah, I can't remember. They might have been like, you're a problem now. They might be dicks too. then you should have at least been like okay so what are your tactics Yeah, how do you keep her calm oh my god like okay I take this responsibility but you've got to help me out yeah literally (laughs) yeah so he's basically like hope is kind of like divine isn't it Mm. so God's given him his blessing to find love elsewhere to have a girlfriend like don't bring God into all no, of this. No, like, that's your dick talking. Like, it, it was you, Mr. Rochester. Like, God said it was okay. God said it was okay for me to let my wife up and date other ladies. Oh, you know, I was talking about, uh, you were sorry. We we're talking about prostitutes. Mm. So um, he basically uh, concludes that he can't live alone, meaning celibate, because obviously he doesn't live alone. He's got loads of servants. Yeah. Um, so he started to hire mistresses to keep him company, in inverted mm. commas. Um, but oh no, that wasn't good enough. Hiring a mistress is next to the worst thing to buying a slave. Both are often by nature and always by position inferior and to live with them familiarly, uh, and to live with uh, inferiors familiarly is uh, degrading. Poor Edward. Oh, poor Edward. He didn't like the like, the ladies who got who slept with him. Yeah, they weren't. Like, They're they weren't superior to me. They weren't as high up as he was. Oh, literally, was like, this is literally just a sub story. Like I wanted to get my dick wet. Yeah, but not to be degraded doing it. Uh, so bigamy it is. You know, it's yeah. the only logical solution, isn't it? Literally. So then, um, he starts by saying, "Oh." Jane, you're so great, calls her an elf again, which is just, like, dehumanising. Do you actually see her as a person, mate? No, he sees her as a clever little elf with a pussy. Yeah, and he basically says that um, she could take a lot of shit, which he really liked. Snarl as I would, you showed no surprise, fear, annoyance, or displeasure at my moroseness. What a great quality. Like, well, I'm shit, but you seem to be able to, like, deal with that so please stay just basically like you're a subservient doormat who yeah. I knew wouldn't pick up much of a fuss but oh no you don't like the fact I keep my ex-wife knocked up oh uh, no someone's getting above that station i you <laughs> yeah now I'm gonna beat you um so oh yeah and then he's like um I committed myself the delight of being kind to you after I realized you could take my shit like because it's so much fucking effort to be nice to people. Yeah, don't right? put yourself out, mate. Yeah, no fucking <laughs> worries. I mean, you did just threaten to beat me for leaving. Yeah. So like... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call yourself nice. <laughs> like, let's check that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. call it friendly. Let's reflect on this one. And then he does the... And Jane, all throughout this, is just like, you're married, not going to be your mistress, though. No. No. Mm, don't really think so. And he does the typical bloke thing of like, uh, what about me? What am I going to do, Jane? Where am I going to turn for a companion and some hope? Sounds like your problem. Literally. Literally what I've written. Like, not her fucking problem, mate. Yeah. And um, Jane's just like, I advise you to live sinless and uh, wish you to die tranquil. F- Essentially, that's actually got fuck all to do with me, mate. Yeah, like, well, like, I'm gonna go, so... Well, I wish you to have a good life. Try and not commit any more sins. Like, uh, yeah. But also, no word being like, I think you should... Not keep your wife locked in the attic. No one cares. (laughs) No one gives a shit about Bertha. (laughs) Poor Bertha. Poor Bertha. Bertha's just there, like and me. And me, like me. uh, I have got enough of my plate, Bertha. You're your own problem. Okay. (laughs) Okay, but I can't mentally protect myself, so I kind of need some help. Nah, fuck you. Nah, nah, you. Don't try, call. I can't and um, i'm locked in a fucking attic oh this bit's amazing so and then mr rochester gets kind of a bit um like nasty and he's like who in the world cares for you you and um jane's like i care for myself nice one jane independent woman i depend on me <laughs> <laughs> so, <R-E-S-P-U-C-T. laughs> so yeah she's literally like no i care for myself yeah. and that's what matters and then. Mic drop. Yeah, literally. I wish. And then, um. Yeah, that's why she should have just fucking left. Yeah. like, bye, bitches. I'm out. Yeah, so. Sorry, I just opened my <laughs> CD drive on my laptop. Uh, so then Mr. Rochester says this. Yeah, like, lo- love. So yeah, she's like, I care for myself. And he's like, and it is you, spirit, with will and energy and virtue and purity that I want. Not alone your brittle frame. It's just like, I only liked you for your personality. You're not even fair. Thanks. Like,. Right again. I care for myself. She's like, okay, but I don't give a shit what you think. You locked your yeah. wife in the attic. <sighs> but she does, and she's like, anyway, good night then. And but she still calls him like her dear master. Gross. and It was weird, even like when they were like fiancés. They like call anyone master. Like it's just inappropriate now. Like my de- he's not been dear to you. And I we'll call so him just, a cunt. Yeah. Like, night cunt. Night cunt. See you. <laughs> Um, so she goes to bed and she's sort of like weighing everything up and uh, she's tempted to live as his mistress but it's a little bit awkward with old Bertha it's not not ideal not let ideal let Bertha out and Bertha <laughs> will sort it all out she'll kill him <laughs> literally but so, um, like Bertha mate you're in a shit time you sort it out yeah you do she should have done that so anyway she decides to flee temptation and legs it but yeah she totally should have gone up let Bertha out and then legged it shouldn't just been like look Bertha do you want to make a run of it together yeah like, we'll have a great time we like you know what do you do you know what the outside world looks like today? Do you want to come have a look? Come on. Yeah, come on. We'll have a nice time of it. Yeah, I do you mean, want a cup of tea? I mean, when was she, the last time you were offered a cup of tea, Bertha? Yeah. What do you get to eat? Bring Grace Paul too. She sounds like she's had a shit time, and She can help, you know, some of it. I mean, yeah. I doubt they like each other really. But um, anyway. Yeah. I think. Take Grace Paul for now. We might leave it there for today because that seems like quite a natural segment because yeah. then she starts her journey from Thornfield. I'm, to, I, I'm still disappointed she didn't take Bertha. That, I know. That would have been like, you know, girl. No, because, oh no, because Mr. Mason would have still ruined it. I was going to say because then um, <laughs> Mr. Rochester was like, oh, I was only with her because she was really subservient and it kind of seemed like she would have just dealt with the old Bertha thing and that didn't work. But now she's taken Bertha so now I'm free to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But then Mr. Mason would have like shown up like, no, because, my sister and he'd be like but also do you give a flying fuck about your sister he doesn't give a fuck it's all just propriety isn't it you you can't be marrying more than one person man it's like okay do you want your crazy sister then no 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 gizzy backsies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then he's like clearly still in the picture so why is it Mr. Rochester like okay but you grew up with her and you knew how to keep her calm yeah. so how do you do that because men men <laughs> I can't fucking do you think what happened other? was like Bertha was okay because like her mum was still alive and kept everything under control yeah then her mum got it so was like marry off, off marry off marry her off, off get her the fuck away yeah. and it's like Bertha's mum's just sitting in heaven like you guys are shits yeah like fucking hell she was absolutely fine mate like, like she's just a bit crazy sometimes but it's Fine. And also, like, she doesn't seem like she's fully aware of what's going on. So, literally, this weird guy shows up. They meet her at, her, like, parties and stuff. She's probably, I think they say she has been drinking and stuff. So, that's probably yeah, what they used they to say. Her, her into it. Yeah. And then, like, suddenly she sort of comes to a little bit with this stranger. And he's like, Oh, hi, I'm your husband. Like, shall we, you know, consummate this? She's like, what the fuck? Yeah like, And then he's like, Obviously Because he's Mr. Rochester, He's not being nice about it He's like Well you must do as I tell you Or I shall hit you Yeah so, exactly. she's like, Leave me alone Like And then she's quite like Obviously A passionate woman as well She's quite big as well So mm. she's probably like Well swear to fucking all that I'll fucking take it And he's like <laughs> yeah. Oh she's crazy like, It's a crazy lady like, No She's just hench And what, and has her dignity Yeah and she was stripped from her I feel so sorry But I Yeah I wish Jane had taken her And I just wish Jane had been like You know here, Bruce, pull down that. Mm. Bertha, have at him. Uh, yeah, please go for it. So it's really sad they don't see her as a person. It's so... Uh, the lunatic, like, Jane, Yeah, Jesus. and it's Jane, who's meant to be, like, compassionate talking about her. She's, uh, like, the fucking lunatic crazy person. I'm so compassionate no to one... still feel for Mr. Hunter's Literally. Get in the bin, Jane. <laughs> no cares it's right oh look in this room at this crazy gross person oh isn't she gross yeah she's well gross okay shut the door gross okay okay yeah do you want another uh, look uh, it's like a little spot yeah oh so anyway Poor we Bertha. are not fans of jane we, right now justice yeah. for birth of 2019 yeah Want free her oh it doesn't end well you guys shall see maybe next time or maybe the time after we shall see. Well, we hope you uh, enjoyed it and yeah. you are suitably enraged on Bertha's behalf. Oh, Bertha. Yeah. Being portrayed as like the scary screaming lady in the night. You would. I'd be such a scary screaming lady if, like. Well, so she was very reserved. She She went into Jane's room and, like, leant over her. She didn't attack Jane. She was well, just. Jane's done a no really. She wrong, was giving really. her a warning, like, ripping the veil in half. Yeah. She's like, don't do it, mate. Don't do it, mate. Don't do it, mate. Yeah. Like, run. Like, run from this place. You should be scared. to Get out of here. Yeah. Free yourself. And. Yeah. She didn't know Jane. Yeah. She's only targeting Mr. Rochester, really. And can you blame her? I would set him on fire. I'd set him so on fire. Like, she's been very reserved. Yeah. Like, but it's anyway. It's not her fault she can't. She's got, like, a scary voice. Yeah. And she's, head- and she's terribly treated. Literally. Like, the bloodshot eyes. Oh, she's probably screaming in angst for however many years. Literally, she like ruptured all her blood vessels in her face. Traumatized, yeah, with a big purple face. Yeah, and also like him, res- like being restrained all the time, and she does have fits. Yeah, like, she probably has literally ruptured all her blood vessels. Yeah, yeah. Poor Bertha. Oh, mm. sorry, I just did a mouth fart. I wonder if that picked up. Um, mm. Mm. Oh. what the fuck's a mouth fart? <laughs> I think i thought you meant like a burp, and I was like, no, like burp, hate- you. Freak. No, and you accidentally pull your lip in a weird yeah. way. I hate if vibrate to listening like. Bleh. Yeah. Like, mm. Um. So. Hope you enjoyed that, guys. Yes, lovely. I think it's, uh, Katie, do you want to take away the plugs? Yes, so you can follow us over at Instagram at unclassical underscore podcast or if you're our dad mm-hmm. um, or someone else who does not possess the grams mm-hmm. you can email us at um, which is email.unclassical at gmail.com and, and most, importantly, most importantly, rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and wherever you pod, just get it out there. Yes, and recommend us to your friends. Yeah, word of mouth too. Just just tell people that like books or don't yeah. get them into And, and thank you to everyone who has recommended us on Instagram. Yes, thank you so yeah, much. It's very humbling. Thank, thank you. Really and we're kind. glad to hear you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we'll leave you there. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Bye. 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 Bye for fuck's sake bye